Hey guys, so welcome to Mutually Codependent with Adam and Jen. I am Jen. I'm Adam. And we have a pretty special show for you, but before we get into that, I uh, Adam is going to introduce our strain of the show. Right on. Well, I think it's important to note that we sound different. We are in a garage right now that's also a studio, a Texas Hemp Reporter and Russell Dowden's garage with, <laughs> uh, with Russell, uh, his assistants. So I don't know what the, the tech guy and then Carl the, the and co-host. Rachel. Carl, Carl Rachel. and Rachel. You, I, was, I, was, I was getting the, the job. So we're going to talk about them in a second. But of course, we begin with the strain of the, the show. Strain. <laughs> the strain of the show. So this week, uh, we've already been partaking because this is part two of this episode. Uh, <laughs> we just recorded part one with them on their podcast. Which was podcast 154. Number 154, Texas Hemp Reporter. Uh, Texas Hemp Show. Uh, Texas Hemp Show is the podcast. So um, we are partaking with uh, Skywalker, which um, I've already been using for like half an hour. And I got you know, like an hour. Let's be be honest it's good yeah um skywalker is considered a hybrid um it is more of an indica leaning uh that apparently will leave you floating in the clouds uh thca content 26.1 percent uh delta 9 thc needs to be under 0.3 percent and this one's 0.29 so it's good enough it's good enough uh that's amazing this is legally hemp and uh, it gets us high. It's it courtesy of Syntex CBD. Yes, courtesy of Syntex CBD. It's a Texas Canna Health is the brand. SyntexCBD.net is the website. They are our sponsors. So, Jen. So, Adam. What are we doing? We are here with Texas Hemp Reporters Russell Dowden in his brand new smoking and uh, recording studio for... Texas Hemp Reporter After Hours Podcast. My garage. Your garage. Hey, <laughs> yeah, but, his garage. It looks great. <laughs> Welcome, the guys. The people watching hey. won't have a clue. Hi. It's great. Yeah, on hey, we didn't have to travel very far for this show. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> we just, we Us just either, to, really, to be honest. Just had to wait for Adam to, to in between the two shows, work its way through all the, his way through. Am I third person now? God damn it. <laughs> You've entered the third person. I did. I took so. forever to set up for this damn <laughs> thing because I smoked too much at, yeah, at, during his, but, but I already did the hard part and I already <laughs> talked <laughs> about the strain. I talked too much already. I'm going to smoke. Now. Okay, so <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we are on, this is a first for us. We have somebody outside of our company finally on our podcast. So that's really cool. Um, so Carl is here and Carl, what do you do for Texas Hemp Reporter? Yeah, I'm, I'm the, pretty much the quiet one. I'm always behind the scenes, setting everything up, just making sure everything works, trying to make sure we get the best out of Russell Dowden at the time. And, and, uh, just, <laughs> he makes me look good. <laughs> <laughs> Only did make me look skinny. Yeah. <laughs> right? but, he needs a little help with that. But, but I actually, uh, you know, came on at around uh, 43, but I was at the, uh, Episode forty three, but it was, was that the early stages when he was just really just getting this started? I think yeah. so. Yeah, Carl came on officially at, at podcast forty three. I think is what it was. But but when we actually started the podcast in September of twenty twenty, we went down and we were at. Sorry, we were <laughs> it just at, got really high. 
We used to be recording at this place called the Terminal Studios. What was it called? Yeah, yeah, uh, South Terminal Studios. South near Terminal? the airport. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. gotta be by the airport. It, it was this place called Terminal Studios, and we would record the po- first six podcasts were recorded over there. Mm. And I had no gear, and we were just like renting out the studio. But but I actually brought Carl for either show one or show two. That we episode two, I think, is when you showed up. Okay. Yep. And um, so you knew about, and I brought Carl in to come in to talk about video, as if if we ever got a video part of it, you know. And so he actually came on about forty episodes later, and we started doing video. So we were like y'all. This is show twenty three. We probably did forty. 39, 38, and then we started late 30s shows experimenting with some video, and it wasn't great. We had, like, webcams mounted to the wall. (laughs) It wasn't wasn't all this gear and stuff and wireless transmitters and lighting and all of that now that it is, but, you know, we started, and it was really cool. And you're still doing it. Yeah, yeah, it's 154 is the episode, is the part one of today's episode with you guys here. Yeah. on your show and so congrats on episode 23 as this is that show and then and then congrats on a milestone of interviewing folks outside of the company Ooh, it's family. our first time yeah, yeah. thank you yeah, for being our first guest we're your first yeah we, we've got a we've got a neat list of people that have shown interest but nobody's committed yet so um we're we're getting there and but i only just last week figured out how to do people like remote uh or how to record remote and uh we so just figured that, out how to do people well, remote i just i just five years six years ago it worked out okay yeah that's true we we reconnected <laughs> via the internet uh, <laughs> Our first, like, yeah, two. and it was their anniversary like last tuesday uh, yeah, this, tuesday, yeah, tuesday. Yeah, we've been married three years tuesday. three years been married what been did together. you guys do did y'all celebrate we just way? we just spent a week in vegas so that was kind of our that was kind of our thing but we've got we've got some plans to 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 commemorate the event if you will eventually once we get the chance yeah we just it's a lot of kids and a lot of stuff to do and yeah life so (laughs) yeah and you Rachel, you, you, uh, yes. tell us about you, Rachel. Um, well, I've been, well, I had been writing for the magazine for a handful of months, um, and then Russell called me up. He's like, "Would you be interested in maybe co-hosting the Texas Hemp Show?" You have a lighter? So I said, "Yes, I would love to do that." <laughs> but Russell and I actually go back a long time. Um, we knew each other when he did Weird Magazine in San Marcos, and I was just out of college there. And I met Russell at the Triple Crown. That's a bar there. It used to be there. It's not even there it's anymore. Not there? It's so sad. No, oh, they sucks. tore it down. That was part of they put apartments there. Yeah. That's um, lame. Yes. So, and it was this bar had music, live music, 365 days a year. No lie. Like, even on Christmas, yeah. they would have a live band. Because, you know, the people in the community that needed somewhere to go on Christmas, that was, yeah. like, important. So, anyways, yeah, I ran into Russell one night. Uh, um, at a show and we, we got to talking and he told me that he's a magazine publisher he has weird magazine and I um, majored in journalism and I had been a writer and stuff for a while and so I started just writing some articles so yeah. were you I, masscom at Texas State yes or? yeah masscom I did electronic media so I learned you know yeah. video editing and just 
storytelling, which is my favorite part about. <laughs> and that was, that was you know really, uh, I probably got to say that that meeting back then was just really, you know. The whole purpose of meeting back then was probably for you know late things better yet to come. You know? I know, right? Because we yeah. were really small when we were just doing that little mm -hmm. magazine in in San Marcos. This is a uh, statewide, and then the podcast. And yeah, so. but we didn't even talk for years, and then I just saw his Facebook story one day that was like the cover of one of his editions, and I'm like, is this your new thing? And so I was like, do you need writers? And then I just started writing and then doing the show and then going to the events, meeting people in the space. And that's what I love about it is just hearing everybody's stories and how they got here is different for everyone and unique and inspiring. Yeah, yeah. And it's really good to also have a, a female's perspective. We had Jesse Williams as our co-host for the, for a long time, and then it was really cool to have Rachel to come in because I think you, know, you guys are a couple, you know. Yeah. But it is good to have that female male bounce counterpart, part mm -hmm. counterpart kind of. It's pretty uh, textbook. It, it is pretty textbook, especially in broadcasting. It's yeah. not uncommon at all. So, but her and I haven't known each other from before. Certainly was really cool, and 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 she's great with you know the articles and and I I, I wanted to do it, be able to do the show without me. <laughs> Maybe I could fire myself. So he could take a week off. Yeah. yeah and that's the thing about Russell too. It, I'll come co-host with you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come cool. over. You could guest co-host. We're mm -hmm. in Round Rock. That's an option. Yeah. I um. I I think Russell's consistency is impressive, you know, because he's just like, you know, every once in a while we might skip a week, something happens, like the guest cancels or whatever. But I mean, for the most part, it is weekly and I don't even get to make all of them because I'll have things come up and, you know, I live in South Austin, so I won't be able to drive here all the time. But I try to make, I really like miss you guys, honestly, <laughs> whenever I can't. Yeah, we hadn't around. had you, you were, you were away for a couple of weeks last week. Mm -hmm. We did not do a show, right, Carl? We did. Right. Yeah. We we uh, we went to the the Texas Hemp Summit. Yeah, we were yeah, at the so. summit, which we didn't do a show at, but we did uh, do a show. The last show we did was uh, the guy from. Uh, may, may, um, was it exotic rays. Yeah, rave exotics. Rave Pure exotics, Iso Labs, right. yeah. I guess, was the last guys that were on that on that on our show a couple of weeks ago and then we've just been building this kind of set over here and kind of dealing with all this stuff uh as well as the the summit we were at last thursday where, where are the aliens the aliens are in the back you've seen pictures there. on facebook i wanted of to all meet these them aliens. in person yeah, those are, i had is, to grope uh, one to get a cable that is dick and bob <laughs> best part oh. of my night actually dick and bob no dick and bob <laughs> Those are the two aliens, and they're somewhere around here. They one's look pretty the, realistic, I have to say. One of them's in the, no. in, the, in the corner. What would, what would we tell them to go see podcast? Well, go check out the um, my other podcast, is Paranoid America, and if you go watch like episode seven or eight or nine of that one, you'll, you'll see those aliens uh, in, in there. And we'd be probably talking about aliens, too. Yeah. Mormons. That, we were talking about Mormons earlier. Oh gosh. We were talking about Mormons. Yeah, uh, that was a. They have a. They have a, a <laughs> assassin group. I, I'm told. They're called they like do. the uh, the 
the uh, avenging uh, a lion eye or something weird. It's man. It's something really strange. I've heard yeah, of it. I've heard it before. Did I can't you watch the, the, the Netflix special about the bombing? The yeah, the the it's like murders of Mor- Mormon Mor- murderers. Mormon murder oh among gosh. Mormons. Oh no, I haven't even seen this. Oh, uh, this this, this affirms a lot of that on? stuff. Netflix. Netflix. I am a true crime murder among addict. Mormons. Oh murder gosh. among I'm Mormons. Be that's what that it is. Before the day ends. So I have it, a friend that is. It's several episodes. Was raised Mormon, <laughs> like third generation Mormon, and so is her husband's family, and they both met in a support group for single Mormon like young adults. And because there's so many of them in Salt Lake City, and both of their families were required to launder money for the church. Wow. Yeah. What? She's admitted to it. He, Her parents own three dental practices, like three branches, and then his family owned like a chain of laundry mats. And they're required to launder money. That's crazy. And they're like, oh, we're Mormons. No one will ever suspect us. Ever suspect them. No, that whole that whole it's crazy. That whole Lee Remy or what's that girl's name? The the she had the show with you know, and 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 then she was a victim of Mormon stuff where she was like part of that whole, you know, Lee Remy. What was her name, Jennifer? The, the oh, she was a Scientologist. Oh, oh, that's Scientology. Well, yeah. you know, Mormonism, Scientology. Who? It's, it's all one's a wooden it's ship. All the one's same a, damn thing. One's a wooden submarine <laughs> that brought Jesus here. Joseph Smith. Who cares? <laughs> no, but yeah, that is the that is the Scientology thing. Yeah, <clears throat> so. I I, uh, my, I had family members that were. Uh, my father married a lady who was in my stepmother was in the Mormon Church for a long time. Seven years, so, temple Mormon. One of my first experiences with Mormons was I worked at a one-hour photo at HEB <laughs> for a good time in my life. That was actually really neat. Uh, uh, so, but also ages me. Uh, no, they would bring in their cameras. They would de- you would develop and, the Mormon yeah, film. Yeah, I would de- develop the... Um, there was like a house that just rotated missionaries, you know, the elders uh, that were coming. They were 18 years old. They were required to do two years of missionary work, and this was their stop for whatever reason. And they would take these disposable cameras, <laughs> dating myself again, and they would take pictures of each of the families that they visited. And I think it was to prove that they were doing their job because this was before, uh, like, phone cameras. You couldn't just take a selfie, you know, on your camera. So I think they were actually required to take pictures with the families to show that they were actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. And it was like, oh, this family, that family, this family, giant weed plant. And I was like, hmm, what's going on in this house? Meet the Mormons. It was, yeah. And it was like a big cannabis plant that was in a, a, like a little closet. And I was just like, hmm. And, and I was like, okay. But I printed it. I sent it off. And I'm sure they were like, oh, man, that guy probably saw these pictures. But I just thought that was really funny. Like, I'm going to remember that for forever. You know, I could really predate, you know, you used to predate yourself. You know, but we had Polaroid cameras. Uh, yeah. Not disposable cameras. And uh, the generation, I think, before me, you know, had, what was it before that? I don't know. Still ones, I don't know. But I don't mind was Polaroid in the fucking eighties. Sit still for a drawing. <laughs> but but I had family that we you know there's I knew about that. There's some weird stuff definitely with the the Mormons. I had family that was Mormon and ex, then ex, soon to be then ex Mormon. Yeah, that's so uh, they left most the of church. the loudest atheists that I've known 
have been former Mormons because mm-hmm. they were just indoctrinated so hard oh, yeah. and they were just like, they believed in it. And then, you know, one of the guys, uh, I worked with him at Apple and he was basically explaining how like the more questions he asked, the more they got mad at him because he was asking too many questions. And he was like, I was so dedicated to this religion that I was going to devote my whole fucking life to this. <laughs> And then as, start, as soon as I started asking questions that were actually like important, you get they in trouble start, for they, that. They, yeah, they shut them down. They just shut them. I, I used to get down. in trouble for that in Baptist Southern Baptist Church yeah, as a little girl. They're a real controlling outfit. Yeah, with their bikes. And they do have a fly of uh, <laughs> avenging angels or some shit like that. We is need the, to figure out what it is. Is there? Is there? Cold mafia. I'm gonna call them. Like, they probably have something me. like that with Scientology too. Oh, oh definitely. Man, more likely. I mean, I wouldn't have yeah. no doubt Scientology has done something like that where they kill off and torture these people. Well, the leader's wife, Shelly, whatever her name, she's been missing for like 20 years. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, oh, yeah, she's yeah, in the basement. Her, like, up underground, you know, in she's a greenhouse. Dead. Or she's out. dead. She is dead. <laughs> You're telling me she stayed in a building no, for 25 fucking she's, years? There's she's no way she's on alive. The three girls, yes. I remember when they yeah. went missing because my grandmother was like, there's all these girls going missing in Cleveland. Are you going to Cleveland? And I'm like, well, considering I live four miles down the road from you in Yorktown, Virginia, I don't think I'm going to Cleveland today, Nana. <laughs> like, that is insane to yeah. think that they were kidnapped and like held in there for 10 years, mm-hmm. never went outside. Hey, like, we, we look better on this show. It's cool in here. I definitely we do. Cool I think here. we definitely look better on this show. I'm just enjoying oh, the, the conversation. Decor. I'm just so I'm just so used to hearing everyone talk. I'm not even talking much. Yeah, anymore. you're not used to. I'm like I'm like I'm just just checking everyone. In, you know, I didn't even I'm, know I'm that. In the background. I didn't know how new video was. I thought you started with video. I that's the first no. I heard of like knew that tonight. Like, no. I, I hope that oh, we eventually okay. will get to video. That's my goal yeah, for next that's year. That's cool. I didn't even know you started as an audio only podcast so that's kind of neat to see how uh, it's evolved yeah we we well my background's been in radio since the late 90s Mm -hmm. i was a a radio on-air dj and i sold advertising and all that too but um but yeah we started this show um as a as a podcast but some of the shows that i did with other magazines like weird radio when i did weird magazine weird radio we we would we were actually just on the air. Uh, we would buy the airtime from the radio station and go to the station and record the show live. And so I did that with uh, Weird Magazine, with Weird Radio. We had different shows. I was on KIRT in McAllen. I was on 1700 AM at a clear channel station in Westlaco. Uh, I bought airtime on Padre Island before and would do shows. But, the, but if, even if it was... Weird magazine, it was weird radio. If it was Austin Paratimes in 2002 when we started, it was Austin, it was Paratimes radio. So we had a show on uh, Talk Radio 1370 back in 02 is when we kind of had the magazine plus the radio show duo. Combo. Like that, that combo had happened in 02 when we uh, started the magazine for about a year, almost a year. And then we had the show about. Nine months later, on um, by the time we did the pair, uh, the uh, um, Texas Hemp Reporter, the sh- the magazine started in June, and the podcast started in that same September. Oh, nice! So you know, 
we were already we had done that incarnation multiple times since the first time. So we did Weird Radio, Weird Magazine, uh, Austin Parrot Times. We had a Texas Sports Monthly, and then I had a host of the sports show called the Friday Night Countdown. So the magazine has a talk show. So it's always been a, a talk show and a magazine for a long time now. That makes That's sense. Yeah. Like was, I like that aspect of putting get everything to work, together. Yeah, that, man. I've been doing yeah. it since two thousand two. I think Russell is really like a kind of a pioneer of Whoa. you know, it's like whenever you were doing, you know, weird magazine and you've always been doing like a print side and a broadcast side and then yeah. like the internet comes and like I know in college my professors and stuff would call it a media conversion because mm-hmm. everything was like melding together yeah. because of the internet and stuff. And so I think like um, Russell has done a good job of like leveraging all of the, the me- platforms, other, other yeah. medias together, and not That's... just like staying married to like. Well, one did you thing. ever come over there to the Guadalupe Studio yeah, and see on the when square, we did the right? weird, well, we did? Yeah, we had the weird show back yeah. when we were doing the weird, and we were streaming that live on the internet from smtx.tv in San Marcos. Yeah, at 720p as early as 2010, and we did. I did 63 episodes of that show, Carl. Mm-hmm. Of the Weird Show in San Marcos, which was part of mm-hmm. the mag- Weird magazine at that time. But uh, I think because when I got started mm-hmm. in talk radio, producing my own shows around 99, 2000, the big thing at that time was just to be streaming in 56K. Ooh, now I'm streaming on the Internet. If your radio <laughs> station in 1999 was already streaming, that was the cutting-edge thing going into 2000. So I think when I got started at that time, you know, it was just cool to be on the Internet, maybe have a website. That was like what the, the exciting thing was at the medium at, at that time. So I think that because I started on that time frame, you know, uh, looking at buying air, I was looking to broadcast on the Internet with Broadcast.com, which was in fact... Mark Cuban's outfit in Dallas at the time, and there was another. Oh. One, there was another one called Warp Radio, but I, I got all their 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 little broadcast kits would come to me about buying the airtime. But I just kept buying airtime from rather than setting up my own studio. Probably hindsight, I regret it, but but you'll hear because I ended up doing it the way I did. It, it makes sense. Is instead of getting the package with Warp Radio or BroadcastAmerica.com or Broadcast.com, whatever the the ones were. I ended up just buying the airtime from the fucking radio station yeah, and selling the ads on the radio station. So the radio stations were streaming, Rachel. Mm-hmm. I, well, they did my streaming for me. You know, nice. It was better to do it, <laughs> do it that way. You know, yeah. The magazine publishing came much later after the, the radio stuff uh, and doing the talk shows and the UFO organization website with the talk show. How expensive uh, you know, I, I started was, off in UFO and paranormal and all of that. How expensive was it to get to do internet broadcasting back then? Well, they wanted you to buy these broadband packages from them in two, 1999, 2000. And the kilowatt for you, your good quality talk was 56K, right? Yeah, I think so back then, yeah. What, don't you think? Yeah, for sure. Anyways, uh, I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea. I just know it took a really I'm long time like, to wow. upload a picture. What a great there, strain, guys. There. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Really good, really good by the way. This may be one of my favorite yeah, strains I'm, I've ever smoked. Yeah. I that, mean, yeah. I'm into it. Really good, safe combination. 
Yeah, Jedi, less alcohol Jedi for sure. Mind trick, man. It's you good know. stuff. Skywalker Jedi mind trick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, again, so like I'm just so used to hearing everyone talk, so I apologize for like not just coming in. I'm just like just always just like just hearing everyone talk. Like I'm the guy in the background. That's always me. So You're, that you are the fly on the what, wall. What, what you drinking? So this is a uh, Aaron. Uh, well, it's Tejas tonic. Tejas tonic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, those are. We carry those in the we store. We do carry those in the yeah, store. Those are awesome. It's, it's just a the shit out here. Tejas yeah. tonic. Yeah, it's, yeah, it just really just sets the mood. It does. To everything right there, and yeah. it's safe. We so had a little good. bit of a, we have some Delta 9 syrup. It's a strawberry. Yeah. Man, you said a drop of that. Get, get I like to add it to margaritas. Cake. Cake. <laughs> oh, I was like, what, syrup for like pancakes? That was the first thing. I mean, it's like a drink could. syrup. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, you know those like little squirty things to add to water to make it taste good? Yeah. Yeah, imagine that, but it's got THC in it. Maybe it's wow. just because I'm high. The first thing that came to mind was... Pancake syrup instead of like a drink syrup. Oh man, are we going to IHOP like, after this? <laughs> yeah, especially in the cannabis world, even being part of it, there's just so much cooler products coming. Yeah, new products. it's a renaissance. Yeah. It's That's just, what I say. It is. Lots of stuff just happening a lot now. Yeah, what's you the, I'm telling like, y'all, it's the culture. As we were talking about earlier, you know, is it's the the culture. This, you know, Texas is late to the game on experiencing yeah, a lot of sure. what Colorado, California has been doing. Even, you know, the Pacific Northwest. They, they've had this, this, you know, they've had this in their lives for a long time. And it's for right. us. For us, it's been. It's finally here. And even it is, if it is with the Delta alternative hemp products, you know, and great CBD. Uh, these hemp products are, are really cool. And and there's a medicinal side. And I think the industry started, you know, first with the medicinal side, but it, it, it evolved into the rec side as developers and, you know, as they started changing the genetics. Yeah, trying to get all the THC out of every strain the best they out can. of the plant they can. Uh, I mean, credit the industry for that. You know, that's kind of, that's innovative. And, and so here we are, Rachel. It's mm-hmm. a 2023. We should have had this done like 10 years ago. I know. Yeah, I was I was in Colorado the the day that it became legal, like for that New Year's. Yeah, I remember it being on TV. I and, watched some and of that. And I didn't even fucking partake. We like <laughs> I smoked at home, and I didn't take it with me because I'm not gonna take it with. I'm traveling. I didn't have anybody to get it from. You know, there was no dispensary set up day one. I mean, there were, but like the lines and all that. You know, so we just were like. I'll go celebrate at home. Well, like, good for I'm, you guys. Well, I think maybe what I'm remembering is the day they passed the law or something, because everybody was smoking in the streets the mm-hmm. day, that day, what I remember. the. I that think that was the day they decriminalized it. Yeah. 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 That was, there was like a whole, you know, reg, uh, reggae hippie culture in the square downtown, you know, capital of, of, of was it Denver, I guess, there. Yeah, yeah. But, um no, Texas is coming around. You know, I think it's cool that we're starting to see this and experience it, and the and to well, be a part of it. All of us, all of us are experiencing the, that. And you know, I think sometimes, in a lot of ways, we contribute to the culture of it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by, co- by covering it, and you and absolutely do. Yeah, well, y'all are doing it too. As well, I would, so I would actually <laughs> challenge that there hasn't been any progress lately. True. In fact, there's been negative progress. True. You know, the the THCA flower workaround is basically what it is. Is the only reason that we're really and that's celebrating. Only I feel because and they don't. They- 
the legislature, they just don't know about. They didn't understand it. They're like, oh, their lawyers, not scientists. And they didn't talk to enough scientists when they decide that. And these are the same people that are choosing laws about. Yeah, the, but know. these are the same people who are choosing laws about who can get insurance and who can't, and they're making laws about all these things. And we know that they're not s- informed enough. They're not educated yeah, enough. Yeah, to, to understand that limiting well, the, the Delta the 9 world. THC wasn't the, 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 the what they needed to do. If they, they should have regulated the total amount of THC. Why would you even make it just... They wanted to make it very specific, I think. And I think that everybody growing marijuana regardless of where you're at is probably going to be trying to make it hemp compliant so that they can sell it to more people yeah i think that's the future of it i think i I think five years from now we're not gonna have high delta nine we kind of saw that in las vegas we did Uh, i mean we we got uh, several strains and more than one of them happened to be compliant like that wasn't even on purpose what's cool is that the People and the plant are gonna fucking g- get together no matter yeah. what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Delta yeah. 9, 10, 3, or 4, or ABZ, A to Z, fucking whatever the fuck. But it's just magnificent that the the people, the human race, we, we have that endocannabinoid yeah. system. Yeah. Yes. Right? So it's like it, we're gonna meet, yeah. we're gonna find a way to get the best out and of from, the plant. And from what I understand, regardless of the laws. Yeah, we've been doing it for thousands of years. Mutually Codependent is brought to you by Syntex CBD in Texas Canna Health. SyntexCBD.net is your one-stop shop for legal cannabis shipped directly to you. Get free shipping with any purchase over $50. And don't forget to use the coupon code POD15, that's P-O-D-1-5, for 15% off your purchases. Speaking of the endocannabinoid system, we were told we didn't get to go to the hemp summit this year, but you guys were there and our people from our company that were there, they said that somebody talked about like testing that you can have to tell you like what cannabinoids your body will do best with and what terpenes work best for you and how you can benefit from them. I don't know if you guys heard about that, but we kind of talked about it in our meeting this week and I did some research and it is legitimate. Yeah. Yeah, I remember there being that uh, spoken about. There was mm-hmm. a, there was a panel that was up, and we recorded the event, so it's kind of weird. We we heard it, but we didn't like go Listen. sit in a row like your parent, like right. your family did. Right. And, you know, you had more family. Like, oh, gotta make sure the video's streaming. Employees <laughs> there doing listening to it, so we were kind of. But I do remember there was a four panel of those uh, farmers, and. Um, <laughs> They talked about some weird things that you could do. And plus, it might have been even from those chill kids. Um, Are they going to yeah. have the videos available on their website that you guys took? And yeah. can you buy them? Are they going to be free? Like, I well, really we're am interested the- in watching Yeah, I was actually going to ask you there. about that. They went, they got Cause I wasn't there. Because I want to watch them because I wasn't. I know I yeah. didn't get to go either. Yeah, what you watch was what we recorded and what you'll get to see. I think we're. We've got to work on this between now and probably 
January. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're going to probably have it available for some kind of a membership drive where if you join the Texas Hymn Coalition, you'll, as a part of that, maybe you'll get to be able to download Yeah, they're going to sell it. It's going to be some format for a fundraiser. It's a nonprofit organization. I belong to a member of it. And And I can We're a member of it. I I, I like what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, I was able to go to the inaugural one and just the brilliance in one room. And I learned just so much. And it's not just about people trying to get high, you know, it's, there's so much in this industry and that, she had so, Alyssa's lineup, it's like just experts, very smart people, Mm -hmm. you know, that give you the science. They had panels on the hempcrete and the building side. The The hempcrete stuff is so cool. They talked about the construction industry and what the possibilities for are, you know, with, you know, getting this stuff federally able for the builders to actually build with the hempcrete, you know, and there was right. guys showing homes they built out here in the hill country, and I mean, it was the big Georgetown. Maybe. There were some beautiful projects out. Yeah, here. I mean, this was out in San Sam, Orlando oh, County, really? Mason yeah. County, mm-hmm. and this was a badass little kind of adobe. You know, all the floors were adobe. It was real. You saw it, Carl. Yeah, it was awesome. We actually have a friend from high school. Uh, very, very helpful. <laughs> Thank you for your contribution. I'm like, I'm, Carl like, gets, I'm just yeah, like, I'm just like hey, hey, again, I'm just listening. <laughs> we actually have a friend from high school that I saw yesterday that he started working with him, Crete. Eric Ruffalo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he posted on TikTok that he well, it was like showing what he was doing. I said, he said, can anyone guess what this is? I said, it's him, Crete. He goes, winner, winner, chicken dinner. He goes, but I figured you would know. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> like, I yeah. think I think the, the everybody gets excited about the recreational and medicinal use of cannabis, but nobody is really talking about how much money is about to be made on the industrial mm-hmm. side of hemp. Yeah. Right now, there are no processors. Well, I'm exaggerating, right? There's very few processors, so the farmers don't want to plant it. And the farmers aren't going to plant it if they don't have a processor, but a processor is not going to build if they don't have farmers. Mm-hmm. So they're they're having trouble, everybody getting organized. Um, but once that happens, and it's going to happen over the next decade or so, we're going to have, you know, we're going to be processing tons and tons and tons of this stuff that's going to make concrete better. It's going to make paper better. It's going to make and renewable, yeah. you know, biofuel that you're making now. Like rope. Yeah. Well, you see, you know, all the conversations of that, that event is, you know, the hit, the building with it and the things that they can do. Um, it was just really, it's going to be cool to see what we end up with on there with that. But I think that it was a, a good experience and, and we had fun. We were mostly working, but, but anyway, the hemp summit's great, man. Always go there. Check that out. Texas I think is the website and, um, you'll be able to, to see the whole thing. We figure like probably January. Nice. And, you know, I want to circle back around to something important, speaking of the Texas Hemp Coalition and your point that you're afraid we could go backwards from this point. That's yeah. why it's so important for citizens to contact their representatives. Yeah. They really do listen, you know, I mean, and that's part of what the Texas Hemp Coalition does is they are at the Capitol. They are lobbying. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah it's it's great work. And, that's, I forget, I and know the, we all can do that. Every single citizen has access to their representatives and, and, and yeah. they call you back and absolutely yeah. <laughs> not only that but <laughs> the joint went out by the way. not only that but <laughs> i've been holding on to it 
Like I'm not putting this shit down. <laughs> not only that, guys, but vote for the p- people that your values align with. If don't vote, if you love weed and you want v- weed to be legal, don't vote for somebody who's not going to make that happen for you. It's right. it's that mm-hmm. common. Right. So. Yeah, you know, it's, called, just, it's, it's, it's called get the stoners to vote. Yeah, it yeah. absolutely is. Vote, so well, we, to get them to vote. The, it's the, the, other, it's the, major, the stoners are voting. My kids well, can't wait to the, vote. It's the <laughs> yeah. minority yeah. that's not voting for those cannabis issues, right? I mean, well, there's not a lot of cannabis users that vote cannabis but let's legislation. But let's be real here. That's probably not the issue. Cannabis cannabis users are voting, and exactly. the people that are not voting we is the vote. majority. But they're not always the, voting for us. But they're the but they're the minority, and so you have to educate the rest of the people that are just have no awareness of that culture. I would argue for those things too, and and that's probably you know it's the minority issue. And uh, I would argue against that based on the people that walk in my stores. I would say that it's pretty split. Like Democrat, Republican. Like they might be conservative it's, and consuming, but they, they still absolutely, are vote but they're going to vote for the conservative just because, because that aligns with like, their I'll other just keep values. It from my plug. And that's our problem. Ed so the stoners are voting, but they're voting for the wrong people. They're not voting for <laughs> cannabis okay. legislation. We learned at MJ BizCon that the biggest, yeah, no, the two see. biggest consumers of I'll cannabis currently <laughs> are <laughs> millennials, yeah, millennials and boomers. And um, but within the next five years, the biggest consumers of cannabis will be Gen Z and millennials. Our kids are going to smoke a lot more weed than we did. They said Mm -hmm. it's time like we have to it's time for it's time for not only like legislation, but also retail and brands to start more focusing on the younger generations than the older people, because. They said it's sad, but they're gonna eventually just not be here anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about them. But, and then I kind of was talking. So we have we have four boys between the two of us. Which, so Ethan's nineteen, my oldest Lucas is eighteen, and then I have Landon who's seventeen and Ben who's thirteen. And seven and Landon is very um, he thinks a lot about stuff. And we were talking the other day. I said, you know, I said, I think things are going to be a lot different in 20 years because of you guys. He goes, yeah. He said, my generation doesn't put up with the same bullshit that everybody (laughs) else has. He said, it's just not, that's just not the way we do things. They're better educated. The internet made us all realize that. He's like, we are not going to let bosses treat us like shit. He's like, and we're not going to be underpaid. He's like, we're not. He's like, and we're going to care about our neighbor. He's like, regardless of what they believe in. Or he's like, you know, he's like, like you always told us, if you can be anything, be kind. And I said, and he goes, efficient. (laughs) (laughs) And efficient. And efficient. That's important. Wow, that's no. That's, that's an interesting just, perspective. To so, hear like, from yeah. Actual, yeah. No, but I think that speaks to the two of you parenting and the ideology you're teaching your kids. That sounds awesome. That's probably true. That's freaking so rock and roll. Ethan, um, save the, our the, fucking planet, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, the, the oldest of the four uh, is my bio kid, and he's at A and M, and he's a member of the chill the chill group so mm-hmm. he goes to their events and stuff mm-hmm. so and he is one of the few people outside of the ag department 
you know, he's in the engineering school. Yeah. And so they were really excited that not only was he in engineering, but he came from the industry, you know, because he yeah. worked for us for a year yeah, no, that's before he went to, to, to college. Now let's get some engineering going on. Right. What can we do? Uh, <laughs> I, I sent him so many videos of the automated <laughs> machines that are packing pre-rolls now. Oh, where my goodness. It just, so like, dumps cool. the perfect amount of flour, packs it the perfect amount, spins it, twists it, spits it out packs it into a, you know goes onto a conveyor belt that packs it into the packaging and then it get like and i'm like dude this is the shit you could be working on you can yeah. be in the cannabis space making a shitload of money fixing these expensive ass machines mm-hmm. when they break because you know they break and yeah. somebody's gotta know how to fix them and like how relatively simple could that be yeah you know it's specializing like McDonald's formula yeah that's yes smart. Yeah. exactly it's you know? smart for kids now to think about Forbes. careers they could have in the mm-hmm. hip space yeah. and my my 17 year old and my 18 year old want to get like a little rv or trailer and have a little like like a mobile like a mobile dispensary to go around events here cool yeah and I, there's uh, nothing illegal with them not able like they yeah, totally we could, could do that we could do yeah. that there is there is a company that's doing it already because my 18 year old is working for us now he started in october but he doesn't even have a driver's license so who's driving this damn truck Landon. It's okay. Well, Landon His death either. perception isn't great, so we should probably That's let true. Landon no, yeah. <laughs> He did pour your drink. Oh, yeah, he looked at me right in the eye <laughs> and then looked down at the drink was doing his best and dumped it in my lap. What? <laughs> so, it was, uh, I mean, we were a, sitting. There's a lazy eye. Yeah, it, we were, we were like on the couch and the coffee table and he was pouring it close to me. So it just kind of got me wet. Right. It wasn't even very much. Um, but <laughs> we yeah, all just kind of watched it happen. Yeah. And, and he goes, <laughs> oh, well. Sorry, <laughs> you know, like he can't. And, I, and I was thinking we had had the conversation with him, or I did have a conversation with him about uh, driving with his like a vision, how terrible it is. And he's like, "Yeah, that's why I'm fucking terrified. Like, what if what if my glasses break? I'm stuck where I'm at. I can't go anywhere. He's we like, need to get if, him another pair. Of yeah, glasses. what if I drop my glasses and I can't reach them? And now, like, he's like, I'm terrified. I'm like, oh, dude, I didn't even think about that. Like, that wasn't even part of my experience. It took driving. him 15 years to learn how to ride a bicycle properly because he was so afraid of not being able to see properly to ride a bike. He's probably never going to drive. And right after that, his dad buys him a motorcycle. <laughs> he had the motor. He bought that motorcycle for him when he was 12. Oh, my gosh. Damn. That's funny. He's from his dad's from New He's Jersey. He's ridden it a couple of times, though. <laughs> Has- I want to play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm like, again, I was like, I'm, I'm listening. Multiple conversations you know are what? starting to break How out. How do you guys feel going? about this strain? Carl has a baby on the way, y'all. <gasps> oh, yeah. 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 A daughter. A daughter. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, uh, Noel. Coming up quick. Yeah. That's a beautiful wow. When is the due date again? Uh, January 19th. Oh, my God. Well, it's. Yeah. Um, is this your first? That is so sweet. No, uh, second. This will okay. be second. Yeah. Um, yeah. First, uh, the son, he's almost uh, 17 now, so yeah, they grow up quick, you know. Yeah. 
Um, hey, so he's right. He's right there with you guys. Gap. 17, yeah. 18, yeah. yeah. Still figuring it out, so I get it. Yeah. And now you're going to have a brand new baby. <laughs> got a baby coming. Congratulations. People always are, are like, excited? aren't you guys going to have a baby? Diapers. I love it. I know. Yeah, yeah. So it's like my birthday's coming up, and, you know, family's, what you mean, Jennifer? family's always I'm asking, like, old. what do you want for Christmas? So turns out today I will be a Costco member. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was decided. <laughs> Nice. You had that. I will. I I, I, I feel like I'm I'm there now. You know. Yeah. You this made it. Stage of life. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's one of the hallmarks. Your Costco membership. You'll be surprised for some. Are you excited to be a girl dad? Are you? Yeah, you get to, to start. You know, girl dad is I think it's I think None. it's the final stage. Ooh, you don't love it. <laughs> yeah. You, you just got prepared. Just to learn, just, to learn just that one like little last trick before the end. Yeah. You have to you have to have a daughter. So I think that's where I'm. Going. Girls are expensive. <laughs> That's how I feel in my heart about yeah. it. So I'm like, yeah, my youngest you know. was a girl. I have three, so yeah. And now I'm a grandpa too, you know. So, but man, uh, my when I speak when I speak to when you were saying that uh, I was kind of messing with you. What do you mean, Jennifer? Where's you gonna have another one then? I'm too old, and I'm like, well, when I got with my Jennifer, we was in our mid 40s, early 40s when we got together, and. Something come like up like that. Well, y'all went, no, we ain't having no kids. Mm -mm. And Jennifer said, I'll throw myself down the motherfucking stairs. Yes, (laughs) that's what I say. (laughs) And I was like, yes. (laughs) Got a good one. Why do you think you're too old? I don't feel like you look like you're too old to have a baby. Well, when you've had a few, you don't want to I mean, our oldest is 19. My oldest is... You don't want to start over. It's not a matter of my oldest is 18. I don't want to... Well, I'm going to be 40 next year. I don't want to have a baby at 40. My kids are are self-sufficient pretty much. Except for the one that refuses to drive and the little one who, my 13-year-old, won't wear anything but fucking Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's weird is I've been seeing on social media multiple chicks I know that are my age, which is 37, having ki- babies right yes. now. Yes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is this a sign that it's going to like happen to me? Yeah, I'm only 38. <laughs> I'm That's only fine. 38. You guys are all, 19. All, all four of y'all so, but the thing None is, of us are playing. Oh, I don't know about y'all. Yeah, all four of y'all. <laughs> I'm so, only about 10 years ahead of y'all. But the thing, coming and going. I'm 84. <laughs> okay. So, but the thing is, is like we talked about it, and if I hadn't had three kids when we got married, and we were got, and we were together a few years prior to that, we probably would have had a mm-hmm. baby together. Yeah. We would have had a kid together. But it's just not the thing at this stage. But at for y'all. this stage, with four boys, like there wasn't really a reason to start over, you know. Unless it was a guaranteed a kids, girl. You know? <laughs> that I, I kind of was wondering, like, if the top one percent had that option, you know. Like, do they use but it? Fuck makes, yeah, they do. But, but hey, but hey, I'll pay thirty grand to make sure it's a girl. Yeah, right. You're right. dealing with the mix, the mix where you mix the family. It's, yeah. You got, you know, my 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 fiance has two daughters. That we have grandkids. Carl, you you can even attest to that yourself, can't you? Well, oh, uh, as far as her, well, as far as your son and her son, now y'all are going to have a son together. Blending, just the whole process. The blended families. Blended families. Blended families, yeah, that's a good word. We're blended families. You see, don't never say never. Yeah, that's just funny. You could be blended with some family here. I could. You know, my boyfriend, he doesn't, he has stepkids that are adults. 
What? But it's not like he has, Is like, he still children. But they're still His kids. wife they're actually not. passed away. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. But, yeah, so, you know, and even that's why, like, I've t I tend to date younger guys, like, before Eric, just because the compatibility, because I didn't, I, like, wouldn't date guys with kids. And I know that sounds horrible, <laughs> but it I just mean, wasn't. You, you got options. Yeah, like, I'm just like, mm, not for me. Like, I... I get it. I didn't ever want children, and I have three. Or, like, oh, then well, just make like, your own. I know that sounds so selfish. Just start from. Yeah, scratch. exactly. Eric asked me the other day, what? like, if I would want to have kids. I know, and oh, I was wow. like, and then I've been seeing on Facebook like girls I went to school with were married. I was like, say? I was like, you know, I don't know. Like, I used to really want kids, like all through my twenties and stuff, even like early thirties. That's tough. Um, but then, you know, now lately, I'm like, man, the world's kind of weird now, yeah. and, and that is a big factor of, of like, wow. Like, I'm, I definitely wouldn't want them to go to public school, you know. So then I think about like, am I gonna want to like pay, pay for the yes, and then yeah. and then. Um, it's just a different world post pandemic. I feel like it's there weird. was just a weird shift. And so that's a yeah. thought. But then at the same time, I always did want to be a mom. And I'm like, I could kind of go either way. It's weird. Well, I could speak. That's how I feel. I could just say something to add to that. It's just weird because I, I know what you mean about the post pandemic and mm -hmm. the world and everything. And, and it's kind of crazy. And, you, and yet you're older and you're starting mm -hmm. to think about your, your, biological yeah. clock. I, like, but, do I want to start now? But I, or, you know, I have kids that are having yeah. kids. If you've never yeah. tried, can you on this purpose? This is why I'm jumping in on this, because I have grandkids that are mm -hmm. four, one, three, five, two. Uh, there's little bitty ones, and so, you know, I, I can see where you might, you know, be concerned mm -hmm. about what they're going to be raising into yeah. this level, you know. But, uh, I, I mean, I'm at that grandpa age, so, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm dealing with some young ones in my life right now, which Carl soon will be as well. Yeah, and, and we and just... Hasn't also, you've got one, too. you got a yeah, three- yeah. four-year-old. Yeah, just, you know, be she responsible. Has, his girlfriend has a four-year-old. <laughs> but then we, there's another part of you that's We've like, had some parties over here with more, all like, these little ones. Maybe I need to bring a little warrior into the world to, like, you know, fight um, a good fight. We're going to need one. You know what I mean? We're going to need one. You're literally like, deciding to breed a voter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have the ability to create a fucking voter. Yeah. That is my right things. as a woman. Yeah. I can get knocked up and but create another voter. But it's also your right voter. as a woman not to feel selfish. Well, as long as it's yeah. just children. I never wanted children. Like, my whole life, I was dedicated to never wanting children. And then I got pregnant super young at, like, 19 years old. First baby by 20. By then, I was like... And then... I had two more, and I was like, oh, I guess I'm a mom. <laughs> I mean, but they're boys, and they're all very different from one another. But, like, when you get old, you'll have them there at Thanksgiving, and you'll have, like, a whole thing. We have that now. We have that now. But I don't have kids. I'm like, I do have nieces. I'm like, I can spoil them. Yeah, your youngest is 13. You guys mm -hmm. get old. old. Y'all got football games going on? Video right. games? Uh, video games. No football games. Choir. We were at his choir thing, and he choir. does dance. So. He does, yeah. My thirteen-year-old does choir and dance. He's it's awesome. Yeah, my fun. daughter was in drama when she Athlete. was in high school, and it was awesome, man. Go to plays, and I went to had to do all that, the baseball games and drama plays. None of my kids were athletic. Like, well, okay, Landon <laughs> is the most athletic, but 
my my youngest and my oldest are not athletic at all, and I just it pains me because I grew up playing softball. Landon skateboards, but he doesn't play yeah. organized sports. Um, but mostly because he's had so many fucking head injuries, oh and we're God. like, we, you yeah, can't like, afford you can't have another these concussion. Things, man. Like, go, don't. I know you love football. I know you like. Put a hard hat on that kid. We threw. Man, I taught him routes, and I was throwing routes <laughs> to him and stuff over. And then he got in a really bad bicycle accident, <laughs> and <laughs> like landed on his face. He rode down a, a hill and like, it was it was and it was really bad and, and like he, it changed him. It, was. it changed him a little bit. Yeah, you know. So we started like, look, dude, you can't play football. Like I know he wanted to play football. He did. Yeah, yeah, and he would have been awesome. He's so fast. He has so much energy. He has so much stamina. That kid, like, he's smart. He's, a, he's drumming now. Did y'all want and, him to play football? No. Uh-uh. No. I don't. Because my, I, I don't football. want my kids to play football, and I all. They they know, they know there's two things they're not allowed to do in life, and they'll they'll tell you, join the military, and play football. <laughs> oh, hell, that's what hell. That's a good. <laughs> I almost did that myself. I played football and damn near joined the military. No, there was a kid not too long ago it, close to my hometown that got injured during a game. A high school kid and died. Yeah, and it can happen. Like it's crazy. It's very and, hard and, on your body. And and there's damage that you find a decade later, two mm-hmm. decades later, the brain and nobody getting concussions. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and now we they've changed the helmets a lot. They've actually they're doing a lot because they're recognizing there's a problem. So I don't know. You know, uh, hopefully it'll be though, less. That happened to me. My my son i wanted him to play like all the way through high school he did get into high school and he played i think it was his freshman year or sophomore uh he was a safety i think it was freshman year and he was a safety and he got uh, made a tackle and then but everybody ended up on him and this was in the first quarter and i wasn't even there at the stadium but as soon as i got to the stadium oh no go to the hospital they got him over there. He had a weird landed with the neck injury, and they don't fuck around. They no, put you in the hospital on any little neck, yeah. anything. And, um, you know, I checked on him, C-Cam, all that stuff. He had to go through there, and they walked him out with a, a neck brace. He came home. But are you going to play football anymore, son? No, Dad. I'm no. going to join the fucking orchestra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what he did. Is he's that Jeremy? Nice. What did he yeah. play? What yeah, did he, he play? got a scholarship to what North Texas. University. Yeah, he was playing violin. Is there anything Jeremy He got a scholarship on music. His awesome. son is literally so multifaceted. We had we got in a conversation. Is he cute? We had a smoke sesh. Um, Do you need a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just asking for the ladies. He honestly, hey, I mean, would that looks, work? He looks like Russell, but like... Um, younger skinny, skinny. <laughs> yeah. um but uh we we were just like having a smoke session he tells me how he is a rocks dealer and he mines like crystals out of the earth and he like sells them to his his demographic is not like the hippies that want to buy crystals it's like people that want to like put it in their you know collectors like yes like actual people who have money and well museums and he showed me pictures they sell to the houston museum Mm -hmm. they're they're honoring them him and sean are getting in some kind of journal they they found like a huge thing of celestite is the and i was like how did you get the largest he's one like, in Texas ever. Like, yeah, he's like, you just Houston have to know Museum of Natural look. Science bought it for him for. It's really cool. S- let's just say considerable 
five figures <laughs> of the what they sold that specimen for. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, and then they're getting written up about too. But yeah, and then now I find out he plays violin. <laughs> Uh, and he sells ads. He, like he'll be, Russell's like, oh, Jeremy, Jeremy sold to us one. Yeah, he sold three today. I'm like, is there anything Jeremy can't do? And, oh, and he works on cars. He like came over and looked at my <laughs> car. He's a mobile mechanic. If you ever need a mobile mechanic, that is an awesome person to know. Yeah. Someone who's a good mechanic that will just like come to you. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. How you guys have uh, uh, none of them over, over 18 to 13. 19, 19. 19. 19 to 13. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they grow up and have kids eventually, man. Yeah. Ethan's actually at home for the for the week. Just yeah, he's Christmas here. break. Christmas yeah, holidays. after finals. Um, they were so. taking finals when we were up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he actually didn't go to day two because he was like, right. I got to prepare for my finals. And I'm like, I am glad you're making that decision. That's cool. So, and you needed it for engineering, huh? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, congratulations, man. My one of my my cousin Paul, Paul Dowden, from East Texas. Paul graduated engineering at Texas A and M. Man, we got a good engineering school over there. Yeah, Paul. My, my cousin Paul Dowden's a very successful guy. Good family and everything. They're well. They're well. Graduated A and M engineering. What are our? Uh... I have three uncles that work for Exxon in Louisiana that are all engineers. Yeah, and when they found out, and they were like, "Oh, that's," they're like, "That's awesome." Oh, dang, A and M, nice. Yeah, and and they're that's like, like their. Yeah, Michael Craig was like, "He'll have pick, he'll have his pick of any job." So, which is funny <laughs> to say because Tina, our uh, Belton store manager, her son graduates tomorrow, A and M in engineering, and he's got multiple job offers. He's civil engineering. Civil wow. engineering. He's a civil engineer. There's a lot of demand for that right now. I'm really glad that Ethan decided to do that. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. That's really cool that he's going for something cool like that. They're known for that. But yeah. yeah. What else do we have going on? Mm-hmm. It's almost Christmas. Part of me wants to like Jerry Springer it and try and create drama between you guys. I'm like, oh, tell, tell some kind of secret. Some juicy secret. Hey, we've been Let's start a fight in this yeah. garage. That's not the same way. If y'all tell any of my secrets, we will not be friends anymore. <laughs> no. No, hey, when did you come aboard on the show, though? What episode oh, was it? We've done, uh, we were just did 154 earlier, which is part one of this show. So podcast 154 of over a the year. Texas show. So over 52 episodes. At least because um, <laughs> Ago. you came on before 100, before 100, Carl, right? Yeah, because I think I remember when we were about to get ready to do the 100th one. Yeah, because we did the remote show at the Texas Cannabis Roundup in 2022 in Dallas, and she was already with us, and mm-hmm. that was in July of 22. Yeah. So she's been with us for a good year Fun and a half. About a year and a half. There's yeah. no way I could recall nice. dates right now. <laughs> I, Use I, the force. I, I yeah. So I don't know. I just don't think of dates like that. I, I have a really hard time. I've always been dates. great with dates. I have no problem with that. Mutually Codependent is brought to you by Syntex CBD and Texas Canna Health. SyntexCBD.net is your one-stop shop for legal cannabis shipped directly to you. Get free shipping with any purchase over $50, and don't forget to use coupon code POD15, that's P-O-D-1-5, for 15% off your purchases. 
you know what we could talk about? My calendar. Oh, <laughs> yes, you were talking about your calendar earlier. What is it? What is so, it? Oh, how do we um, grab one of those? You know, I, there's you the, a, back. the back cover of Texas Hemp Reporter has an ad for a calendar I made. And I kind of just had the idea and I tossed it around a, a couple people who thought that it could be <clears throat> useful. So I put together a nationwide event calendar called High Hopes Calendar. And it's um, the most comprehensive list there is of hemp, cannabis, and psychedelic events. It coming up in 2024. It's a, it's a biannual. Cool. It's biannual because the event dates are not set early enough. So I, you know, for it to be a more complete product with the most up-to-date info, um, it has to be six months. But you can subscribe to it. I'm working on like putting a subscription option on my website. Yeah. I was at Row Piece dropping off magazines. Uh, you guys know a competitor here in Round Rock for with all of us here yeah. in CBD. But but Row Piece was dropping. I was dropping off magazines and they said, hey. Can we order those calendars and sell them in the store? Yeah. And I was like, can we? Yeah, I offer a bulk discount. Like if you go to highhopescalendar.com and um, there's ranges. If you buy more than 10, it's like 25% off. 10 up to like 25 and then wow we're plugging a commercial yeah. here for Rachel yeah, yeah that's okay so, that's <laughs> perfectly fine yeah I'm excited about it I wanted it to be pretty and there are like 32 states represented over 60 events in six months and I just think it's cool it's kind of inspirational to hang it and just see like how much is going on nationwide because I think it's time yeah. for like state to state collaboration <clears throat> and I think that's, super that's cool. something Dalton even talked about in his um, stories when he was at MJ BizCon was that this is like the first time he's seen just so much synergy of like state like state, interstate yes interstate like people making yeah. deals and talking because so. we're all going to each other's shit yeah. everybody's coming to yeah. texas i've gone to new mexico mm -hmm. um, i've been to colorado and denver for and these we things. all just want the same fucking thing exactly yeah. That's why I call make it, it legal it's like we all have high hopes and you know it's also the uh, mushroom industry not even just psychedelics but like functional mushrooms that yeah. help like cbd does like there are a lot like of Rishi. benefits Rishi with mushrooms like smile a mushroom tincture. They did their mushroom lifeline, I think, that they just launched like this year. They have a new product somewhere in there. Yeah, too. he There's sent me some of the. Um, he month. sent me some of the mushroom tinctures. And so, like, I could just see that, like, that is really following close behind, like, hemp and cannabis. Yeah, so we, I thought, yeah. we have, let's we make have a calendar. And I yeah, combed, we carry mushroom tinctures. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I combed the internet just trying to find, like, to make it just a really complete list. So you can plan your year and, like, why not go to, like, a different state and see what's going on and like yeah. mingle, network, raise awareness, share how, ideas. How many states yeah. have y'all been to because of cannabis? Two. I've been Colorado, at least to I've been well, to New Mexico, I mean, Colorado, and Oklahoma because of it. Colorado? Yeah, that's about it. Las Vegas. Well, yeah, well, Nevada. That wasn't be uh, well because of the convention. Yeah, that's Nevada. So Nevada. So two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've only been to two three. But the neighboring ones, there's uh, right so much here. cool stuff from festivals to just, like business expos to just like any kind of like hemp cannabis psychedelic event you can imagine. I included them all. Carl, how many have you been to? <laughs> I think maybe three. I've uh, never uh, been Virginia. to a different state to yeah, an event. I've only been to the Texas ones, and like we have some great events. Like the people who organize them really put a lot of thought and effort, and they there's do. like so much cool stuff. So I I really want to make it a goal next year to 
travel and I hear a doggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that Russell's makes me happy. <laughs> and he can't hear us because no. we're unplugged. That's funny. We're actually like in the Wayne's World garage of like <laughs> Wayne's World. Right yeah. Party time. That is, yeah. Yeah, that's how I was thinking about it. I'm digging the vibe. So <laughs> yes. can I have Bring, one, Russell? He's yeah. bringing more beers. I didn't know if y'all needed another one. I'm good. Uh, no, I was thinking like, I don't know why it's just randomly thinking. I think it's just part of the, the strain, but you know, Christmas is around the corner, but you know, what do you guys put in like the stockings, you know, like for your family, your friends, like yeah. you know, as you guys are owners, like, yeah. you know, like, how does, like I would they, love to just like, Hey mom, what, what this is what I want to send you. Like? Yeah. Like just enjoy yourself. Look like yeah. It's not, don't be weird about it. Just enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We, you uh, know, like, we do uh we we've we've put together like little gift packs for people that like we find out that they've got you know cancer or something that they're dealing with and mm-hmm. we'll put together several products and Aww. do that um but uh things that we are recommending our customers to use as stocking sure. stuffers are like uh vape pens oh that's good like the batteries so you can have some different options a lot of people they just have one battery and if it breaks they're out of luck but also if they have more than one cart they have to choose which which card am I going to hang out with instead of just having both sitting there that mm-hmm. they can just grab whichever one they want. So it, it that can be helpful. Um, I mean, if people use water pieces, um, you know, there's a, like a, a Nomad, which is a, basically an electronic uh, va- like wax pen, right? Mm-hmm. So you just push a button and inhale in your bong. And then it, it works like you're lighting, uh, you know, a dab, but it's electric. There's so, so much cool stuff like that coming out. Right. There's a video and, on and our YouTube. And that thing's less than like, I think it's like a hundred bucks. 60 bucks. 60 bucks. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> and it comes with like one attachment is you can just use direct like a pen. Cool. Yeah. So if you're somebody who likes dabs, you just kind of dab yeah. it. Yeah. You put it in the it. coil and then <clears throat> there's another one that actually goes down and you add water and it's a bubbler. Uh, so you have a handheld bubbler, yeah, or you attach it to your slide. So you put it in your in your uh, in your bong, yeah. So right. you can use it like That's three neat. different ways. So yeah, there's there's a lot of little tools. I mean, if people That's use cool, yeah. different papers, get them something maybe they wouldn't want to try and pay for it because they're like they get stuck in a rut, right? People. Um, <laughs> we have Russell taking pictures. I know. Yeah, you can hear Russell's breathing. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, take, I'll, I'll take it out of the recording. This Good is job. why I don't like but flat don't, recordings. We're smoking Skywalker. Oh, it's Vader. It's Vader stone. watching <laughs> over us. There's something we, for everyone. We don't yeah, have man. we don't have a time limit, but I wanted to respect everybody's time. We're, we're we've got the hour, but yeah, we can keep so going. we can keep we can That's shut up whenever you guys are ready. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm Look, to go get a your get your pictures. In my garage, this is great. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> be all uh, over Facebook. Yeah, we uh, like papers, <laughs> like little glass pieces. Um, we have socks. We have little hemp leaf socks that we sell. I'm not sure. I see that you're wearing some. Yeah, these are from Amazon, (laughs) but uh, we have some we carry at the shop. If if you know somebody's traveling and their user, I like to recommend getting somebody a clean pipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they can take with them. Just a small, Don't tiny use one. It before, and it's not a problem. It's just a piece of glass. Right, right. So get them a clean pipe that they can use, and you can get one for like twelve bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's a neat that that's something that that you could get a stoner. And but, then every time or vape they smoke out or, of it, they think of you, and that right, is a they gift appreciate in you again and again and again. 
I just think it's awesome. I just think it's awesome. I do appreciate the culture so much, and I'm just like trying to just provide a lot of awareness back to my family. There's a lot yeah. of military vets yeah. on my side, so I'm just like, you know, I I feel it, but I'm also, you know, even being part of Russell's team, it's just like I'm actually you're part of it, part of the world, not mm-hmm. only just enjoying the plant. So it's just like yeah. I feel like that's you know something to be appreciative of just being part of what we're all doing you know so the best part is the more we all succeed in our businesses the more cannabis is succeeding right like Like, we're by definition you know so the better we can get at sharing this all of this information with people and getting them to buy shit you know whether it's advertising or getting them to buy products (laughs) you know like that's that that is the the pulse yeah. yeah, I wanted a, years ago when I was doing Rockstar magazine I, I, about 2014 or, or you know I think what it was it was it was when about the time Colorado legalized in what 2014 yeah. something like that and we were doing Rockstar and I ended up doing an interview with these guys that were on that show from <laughs> CNN in 20. 20- 14 there was a show that came out called high profits on cnn and it was about the first growers in colorado and it chronicled the the documentary film team of that was from austin and i got an interview with that crew in rockstar and 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 because of that i was invited to the uh party for the premiere of its airing at CNN on CNN and downtown Austin. And so I went to this uh, screening of high profits and the production company was here. It was cool. It was down at the, was that cowboy right there on East West sixth street next to the uh, something lounge right there. It was like, Mm -hmm. uh, anyways, Yeah, it was on the anyways on the south of southwest sixth street but the, oh the yes that upstairs and the downstairs it was kind of a cool little honky junk joint but is that what it's called is the it concrete not concrete cow- cow- i think so i think that is oh, oh, there's one called the ranch too yeah. over there but that move but that release of that <laughs> film of that show i got introduced to the high profits crew and i learned and i did it we, we were we got a, we did an interview with them in the magazine before that all aired and so when we were able to leave take the magazines to this thing and so we were invited to it that's awesome but the point is is it was around that time right then and there when i said well god damn i could leave texas and go to colorado and do a magazine real easy i mean what the hell am i waiting for <laughs> yeah i better just yeah. go up there and do a cannabis magazine what the fuck am i doing so and i was born in colorado too so Kind of was trying to make an excuse to bail, <laughs> but I had just got my daughter at that time. Maybe she was 14 or 15. It was just too soon. But what's cool is that, you know, as a publisher, that all of that came back to Texas anyway. So uh, I'm just glad that I got to do my cannabis magazine. It just took about eight years or seven years to finally get it going. And you had to use a specific word for cannabis to make it happen. Hemp, sir. Hemp. Texas uh, hemp reporter. Yeah. That works. That'll work. This hemp yes. bill thing is new. Yes. Texas hemp reporter. 
It's our niche. Yeah, that's the, the well, and you don't get docked for like at marketing and stuff, you know. No, when we you try still and get docked. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's we're, we're buying just like y'all, oh, and we man. only report on cannabis, so it's not we're we're banned. Yeah. You're not even you're not even. Well, I guess your revenue is the ads, but it's you're not ads, been, you're not selling. We don't sell product, product and they still banned us mm-hmm. for, for reporting on it. That's so stupid. Stupid. So my stupid. bank d- didn't give me a problem. Because of that reason. But well, some people went into but, that. But the oh, social wow. media, yes. the social media flags me at him. If I put a freaking cover that has a picture of a certain bud on it or something, sometimes they say, take this down. You got to take this off of Instagram. It Sorry. violates our terms. Yeah, Instagram is very... Picking. Y'all don't y'all y'all haven't. TikTok just, is way worse. The the podcast was our solution to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gotten but a little bit better lately. But no, do they? Yeah, we still have an Instagram oh, and okay. stuff. We post we sometimes. Can't. We just don't do a whole lot because literally, there was a time where I, I would spend hours and hours and hours on all the creative stuff I needed to do to make all these social media posts. And I would try to make sure I was following all the proper guidelines because, as you guys know, they change. Like, Mm -hmm. they literally can change from month to month based on what platform you're on. And I would make sure I was within all the guidelines, social, stupid social standards, crap, community guidelines. And I'd get flagged. And I don't even think a lot of times it was Facebook flagging me. There was a while I think we literally had trolls who were Probably. watching yeah. our pages just flagging us. Because I don't have an issue really. But like on TikTok, immediately the first time I posted something, it was like, oh, your yeah, account and is There's people so on TikTok weird. that post that are, I literally see them smoking. I know. And, they, and it's the same on Instagram. They'll, you know, some people, their accounts get deleted or whatever. Yeah. And then other people like myself... Like, Subscribe to our uh, podcast uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash at Texas Hemp Show. <laughs> I just thought I'd fucking say that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, <laughs> that is, just that is a plug. That is a plug. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I don't think you care. No, but we, we, what was it about Instagram? You know, uh, somebody gave us shit for being on there. I just can't can't say this, can't say that, and then you got to go in there and take off your take off the post or remove mm-hmm. it or delete it. We were yep. told by Square today that uh, we can we're not allowed to say that CBD is beneficial to anxiety or inflammation. Hmm. Which anxiety, are two, I understand. Which medical advice, two, basically. Which are two? Yeah, because it's considered medical oh, advice. Guys, well, they're gonna fix all of this. Anxiety makes that's, sense that, because it's diagnosable. But they haven't yet. I think if it gets rescheduled, then maybe that's cool. But it's still not the final solution. And, no. But you know, I I think that having the rescheduling. Nobody wants to regulate and. and that's the thing probably you know the hang up is probably they don't even know where to begin to freaking regulate this or that it's just you know that's the thing we talk about united states texas how how many other countries are fucking doing this shit i mean there's lots of other countries that have have been legalized for 20 40 years there's been legal cannabis in amsterdam it's ridiculous other there's i mean there's hundreds probably of countries that have no fucking laws on cannabis. Germany well, yeah, is about to go wreck. I think Germany is about to legalize. Yeah. Yeah. Me- Mexico just did this year. Yeah. Or last year. 
Man, how pissed were the fucking cartel? Cartel. They're not pissed at all because who they do you think owns cocaine. everything? They, they do cocaine. It's their weed. <laughs> no, they they well, own they own they're gonna own all the dispensaries and everything. Oh, they own that's all right. the government. They're gonna own the all the distribution. Yeah, my they're when, just gonna be organized better. My mom, the guy, the nurse who did my mom's um, stem cell stuff. Yeah. She, my mom had stem cell in Mexico last year. He actually knows somebody in government, and he was telling her all about it. Literally, the cartel owns the government. They own everything. So they were happy that it's this because they're going to be able to make even more fucking money off of it because they, of tourists. They they have like one big giant media company, and it's like the majority of their media is owned by this one fucking guy, hmm. and he's just as bad as any cartel, from my understanding. Yeah. You know, like the the cell phones. They own the cell phones too. Like the the media company owns like the cell phone distribution. Yeah, that's Mexico. Yeah, that's insane. Oh, we got three here. We we have three, three. companies here in the yeah. United States. That's I mean, it. Yeah, we got three. They got one. Russia might have two. <laughs> North Korea has one. <laughs> yeah. yeah they have well, one. And they're all selling the same data anyway. It's so stupid. All the white labeling of data. White labeling of data. It is. It what? Is. Wow. My mind is blown by that statement. Yeah, <laughs> white labeling white of labeling data. data. I got facial recognition software recognized on my IRS. Pick logging into my IRS thing the other same. day. Same. Did you make that thing on your phone where it had fucking to do turns it. red, yellow, blue, green? Really? Yes. I showed it to Carl when I was doing what? it. It was at the summit. I had to do it last uh, my, year my CPA, or this past year. My CPA yeah. told me, hey, I need you to log in and look at the documents for next year. And I went in there and I look at it. And then, and then it goes, and now it's, no, you're, it's ID me dot me oh, yeah id that, dot me i do mm-hmm. remember ID doing dot that. me and you'll see it when you go in it's your eyes and okay from i don't know how recent you were in there but i was in there last fucking thursday it's creepy and it, and it was real creepy and i kept fucking up on the uh, oh because the sun was shining down in the summit's auditorium where i was sitting because there's all and, those windows and, and it said uh, lean your face closer there's too much light or something that the, 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 the oh facial God. recognition kept telling i did it like Fucking three times. It was the third time finally that I did it. And I had to take a picture of my ID front and back, confirm my text message, my email. It makes you, I mean, you're basically, we're basically we're locked slaves. In. Locked, locked in. in. I ain't going yeah. nowhere. Those motherfuckers it scans, have It scanned, did it scan your face? Blockchain. Yes, it went, Jen, yeah, yeah. Jennifer, it went like yellow, magenta, blue. It was like it CYK. Was, and it just kind of kept flashing in blue weird. green. That's creepy. Like, yeah. It shows your skull, like your face yes. is like in this weird. It does. It like highlighted. It's, like it's 3D re- thing. It yeah, was it's weird. recognizing mm-hmm. your face. Like if you ever get that they have toy your face, have your DNA. that had the nails <laughs> on it. And I mean, you put yeah. your face on like. I was like, I did mine on my computer. Was it, was, it was like getting. It was, it was weird. I was like, how is this happening right now? your face and the contours of your nose yeah. and eyes. And this is a, a three-dimensional scan yeah, of your face. It's really trippy, man. And then with, they with the, store it. I'm sure you have to like agree to their terms. Or well, whatever. yeah, because it's the IRS. Yeah. I needed our is transcripts. There an, another option. That's Mail what it, it was. It was we needed okay. our tax transcripts. Sounds better. But we needed our tax transcripts to read them. Can I read my manifesto? Like right now? Yeah, it, it has to do with the, the ID me thing. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I thought you were going to go get a multi-chapter so, book. You hear me? It's not too many. It's not. It's just a paragraph. Oh. But <laughs> look here. The 
ID me people <laughs> sent me back an email saying, where are you, Carl? You are really bad at this, and we're trying to make sure. Check it out. I am. <laughs> Listen, this is funny. ID me. You guys got some content. ID sure. me since know, the approval. Oh uh, how would you like it? How was the service, Mr. Dowden? Did we identify you very good? <laughs> Did we yeah, I host job? fucking Paranoid America is the other podcast I do, right? So I'm waiting. To, I'm like, oh, let me add up. So I said, I sent him back this. It's Orwellian as hell, and I wasn't waiting on, if I wasn't waiting on a check to arrive, I never would have filled this bullshit out in the first place. <laughs> your attempt to corral and herd the American people into your world order central bank digital currencies will fail. This dystopian empirical hell of cybernetic domination will end, and the rise of the republic will begin. <laughs> the rule of technocrats' time is at hand, and your AI assimilation of currency and freedom will be crushed by the independent people of America who desire true freedom and rule without Big Brother's oversight. Your endless war and false flag tyranny has failed and the rebellion has begun. Be gone with your facial recognition software and elitist be fiat gone. currencies. The end game is here. <laughs> <laughs> was that a copy pasta thing or did, did you write it, it just no, for I that? like it I you really wrote it just for that? that was my fucking email that, that was his email. email back to them yes. that's awesome yeah. they, I hope they printed it out so that, no 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 this is what happened somebody looked at it and went we got another one yeah. <laughs> and it went to this folder that's oh, yeah. like way bigger oh, than yeah. we want to like, know yeah. no it's like this guy's watching too much Alex Jones we gotta put him on a file right. he's, he's, on, no he's on the watch list he's on a no fly zone from here on out that's it <laughs> But I mean, fuck them, you know. I didn't they know. They already got my ID. They know where I'm sitting. They're listening to the conversation. I, get, I bet I got some, you know, CIA implanted thing on the phone after I did that goddamn Probably. facial recognition shit. Hell, welcome to the Texas Hemp Show. And uh, you got what's Here's your Here's the CIA listening to Welcome me. to our podcast. Maybe maybe it'll get you some extra viewers. You're going to find you <laughs> That's have. That's who's listening to you're our gonna podcast have, in Belgium and France. Oh, maybe. We don't know why, but like a third of our <laughs> listens come from fucking France. <laughs> and I think it's a I think it's a VPN. Yeah. But that that's that's what I'm assuming. The people are using VPNs to appear like they're right. from somewhere else. Yeah. But, I guess um, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, no. Um, be aware, be aware, just saying everyone. Yeah. You know what saying. you should do? And my other podcast, podcast is, is, is Paranoid email. America. Be aware of. Well, just be aware. Uh, ask who that email. We don't know what for. But yeah, I feel Everything. you guys should ask your listeners, like, hey, if you're in France, like, drop us a line. You know, let us like, know you're really... We really have. Good. It could be a VPN. Yeah, that's maybe. what I think that's it is. That's what those things do. Yeah. And France is a pretty liberal, like, choice if you're going to just browse Carl's whatever the fuck Carl's from France you and Ireland. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Carl, tell Both? us about no, your French... No. And English. Your French England friends. Or whatever. And, no, Those no. coneheads from I'm, France, Carl. Tell us about that. No, I was actually uh, born in England, and uh, parents nice. were more military, so kind of grew up in the in Germany. Um, nice. Spent a lot of years in the Dodds Department of Defense stuff growing up, but um. But your mom is British, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, her and I carry the the UK uh, 
passport. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Not, not a funny. dual one, just no. Nah, yeah. Well, no. 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 We have we have a dual. Oh, okay. Dual citizenship. I thought not. that was a choice. You're like, fuck. Uh, cool. it, it, it kind of is. It kind of is a choice. You have to choice. Um, but no, it's a. That showed me a lot of the world in a in a different way. I'm just kind I of like seeing everything over there, and then coming to the U.S. was culture shock. Oh, I imagine. I bet. How old were you? Jesus, uh, man, uh, probably about 21. Oh, damn. At the time, and uh, yeah, so I just you know just coming. So to you the weren't US. just born there; you lived there. I, I for, pretty yeah, yeah yeah. I think I would come back at least like at least the uh, on the highlights of what the what was going on in the u.s at the time i just remember like yeah. highlights on mtv when metallica was doing their, their load tours yeah you know <laughs> yeah. just coming back just and then only in the third lawsuit yeah just yeah just the whole thing was crazy but i just remember <laughs> chapters of just coming back from here and there so it was cool but uh, um but yeah no it was awesome over there and uh, um yeah landed here in austin at about oh nine so got to see all the change here and the continuing change. I think I feel like a lot of people kind of came in in the '09 era. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you know. So, you know, and most of us were just you know we're we're plants. You know, I think. You know, so. some of us aren't. Some of us are fucking from Austin. That's true. That's well, true. I was born in Florida. Yeah, I was born in Kansas. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, I was born in Colorado. Yeah, and yeah. and. Uh, but my family moved to my my mom left my dad. Then she went to grad grad school, and then we moved to Austin uh, when I was ten, ninety six. I was ten or eleven. Like, so I've been here since then. So I I've I don't have very many memories outside of Texas, you know. To be honest, yeah, I, so I feel like I'm from Texas. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't born here. I've not really <laughs> driven far west of Texas. I've always just flown in and out. You yeah, know, not really. <laughs> I just know it's a, a state to to be. To get lost in, you know, you yeah, can definitely do that for sure. Yeah, know? and Austin's like pretty. It's the way that it is too. It's just you can't even tell where you are sometimes. Yeah. it's just like wow. So I there's some rocks here. So a couple you know? of podcasts ago, I just wanted to say speak to Austin about the cannabis scene and the culture of here. I was over there at AWS for that. Uh, oh, the trade show, wholesale trade show yeah. thing. We did a pot. We did a podcast a couple of couple episodes ago from over there, and we interviewed some of those brand guys that are from California, Orange County, and shit. And they were saying how, you know, they were over here meeting with their one of their big, the biggest wholesaler in Texas is AWS Wholesale. But what they were getting at was that Austin is the biggest fucking. Potheads of all fucking Texas. Well, that makes yeah. sense. All their sales are coming from the Austin area. Yeah. As a wholesaler, and these brands were like, "Oh, we're so excited for Texas. We want to. We're, we're going to be back here again. And yes, we're you know we're very, we're very happy with our distributor and just the market's great, especially here in Austin, where the culture has you know been like this for a long time. And uh, so I just thought I would speak to that because you were saying you got me on that because you were just talking about culture. And, and and I thought about Austin in that sense. No, no, Austin's cool for that. And that was an awesome trade show, by the way. And they they gave away that slingshot card. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you had to cool. at least to bid. You had to at least spend a thousand. So Jesus. You know, there's, I mean, I'm like, wow. And some you know big yeah. spenders. One, well, one in, of you the know, store so. guys got it. It wasn't a big store either. The guy got that. Yeah. Twenty-eight thousand dollars slits. What's it called? The slingshot. Slingshot. Those little, those little three wheel. Anyway, cars, yeah. 
Anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there about the culture because I think Austin uh, gets, you know, it's one of the probably hippie. It's always been the San Francisco of the South or San Francisco is the yeah. the the Austin of the West, you know, however you want to say it. But Austin's, you know, I moved here in 1979 from Houston and my parents were hippies and we grew up in Austin from as transplants from Houston. Yeah. And uh, but that culture has always been, you know, uh, Cheech and Chong, Broad yeah. Springs, Leslie. the University of Texas, Leslie. Yeah, absolutely. Leslie. Oh my gosh! So <laughs> I, mean, I have a friend that's a nurse that helped them at their end of life. Oh my and gosh! Yeah, cool. that was that was crazy. That Leslie, when she fell. Oh, I I got pictures of me know. and Leslie right here in my. Oh my gosh! Yeah. The last picture in my phone was Leslie. <laughs> I swear to God, look, the last picture of the, all. Of, oh, where'd it go? He lost it. It died. No, it was it was there. It was the last picture. <laughs> I mean, but I remember being a teenager and oh, have, they go. had Austin Reggae or the. Bob Marley Fest back then, what is Austin Reggae Fest now, and when we would even go to 101X Fest, everybody oh, smoked yeah. weed. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. definitely like, I didn't I didn't smoke much, I smoked four times in uh, in in high school total. Yeah, I didn't smoke four very much, yeah, four. No, total. I'm saying, but like, Austin's always been kind of weed friendly. But I was always yeah. around it, like, yeah. I just didn't partake, it just yeah. wasn't same, my thing. Same, I think I probably got into it more around COVID, actually. Like really? Just because it was just, it was Something the thing to, to do. do. Really? It was the thing to do. I think. I, before that, you weren't really a I mean, I mean, so much. Not as much. No, no, no. Same. I'm, kind I'm, of. I'm more, you yeah. know, uh, from uh, just different backgrounds and stuff, and just I just kept the. I was just always respectful who I was around when I did, you know, did stuff, you know, mm-hmm. especially, you know, yeah, yeah. Th- that was that was me growing up, just because I was just embedded with the military. That oh, makes yeah. sense. You know, so I was like, you know, it's that, not just me, it's everybody. They're still not allowed to. No, to no, no. no, no, no. So you always no, have to be cannot. careful with that. And um, But that was me growing up. But yeah, but mainly during the COVID time, that's when I was like kind of getting into it more and, and just allowed it just to be. And then just carried on with this journey. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just, you know, it makes it easier. Follow man. the plant. Yeah. I think a lot plant of will people. take you places. You hope know? will. You know? I think a lot of people got really involved with it during COVID. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's I think people started definitely. Well, but the timing of the hemp hacked too. Yeah. You know, it, it allowed a lot of people to have access to cannabis, you know, that didn't. Uh, yeah. I feel you like know? I'm coming in at a peaceful time too. So it's just, you know. Yeah. You know, so well, it's all good. So. You know? That's a. I think that's a good end. Actually, we we've done an hour and a half. Yeah, I think uh, we're gonna wrap so, it up. It yeah. flew by. I loved it. Yeah, thank you. Guys. Good time. Thank you so much awesome, for being guys. here, guys. We yeah. really or cool. for letting us be here with you, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. And recording with us and us recording with you. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. I really appreciate it, guys. Right. That should happen more. More often. Uh, where yeah. podcasts uh, crossover. And you know what's weird is uh, there is a podcast, uh, Family Farms. Yes, I just saw that they do one. It's called yeah. like Best Buds or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's called Caprock Family they, Farms has we, one. Caprock emailed me today. They said, oh, Russell, we know that you had a scheduled for a podcast this month, but we... Are some of us are still recovering from COVID, and can we just get with you in January? But yeah. they do have a podcast, and they want to do something similar. So we'll we'll all make that happen. Yeah, with each other. we could. Nice we people. have something else. Yeah, in we met them last year. They're super nice. Yeah, um, we'll talk about that later.
later though. Yeah, after after we're out. But uh, okay. guys, thanks for coming. Thanks yeah, for we no. really we appreciate you here. guys being here. Whatever it was. Thank you guys for being here. Part two. Hemp show with us. So yeah. Part one. Part one is part one. on. If you didn't episode get part one, you missed out. That's episode 154. Of the Texas uh, Hemp Show. Yeah. Yeah. And then our our plug was part two was going to be episode 23 of today's show. Of yeah. This show. Mutually codependent, which is going to air a week later, yes. actually. So next next Friday. Hey, all the everybody, best that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, <laughs> thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay, bye.